Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. No limitations may apply to the third-year NFL quarterback draft class, which is now surging into the divisional round playoffs. Two different distinct storylines emerging coming out of the AFC and the NFC wildcard round. First of all, the AFC is all young quarterbacks now. We've got Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Baker Mayfield all getting their first playoff win on the Saturday-Sunday of the third year of their time in the NFL. All three of those guys advancing, Lamar Jackson will be going on the road against Buffalo, Baker Mayfield will be going on the road against Patrick Mahomes. So the AFC, all super young quarterbacks. In the NFC, all pretty much old quarterbacks, And then Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, guys we've been watching it do, watching play football, great for basically a generation. And then Jared Goff. And uh, the early lines are out. Let me go ahead and give you these. The Packers are a seven-point favorite against the Rams. The Saints are a three-point favorite against the Bucs. The Chiefs are a 10-point favorite against the Browns and the Bills are a three-point favorite against the Ravens. So those are early numbers, courtesy of FanDuel. But to me, there were so many different storylines that stood out from this incredible weekend of football. First of all, props to the NFL, okay? We said it before, I'll say it again. 
there were a lot of people who said there was no way the NFL was going to be able to get their season in. Not only did they get their season in, they got a 16-game regular season for every team complete in 17 weeks. And then they expanded the playoffs, and they now have managed to get six different wild card weekend games completed. So I don't want you to pour one out for the NFL yet, but we've got four games for divisional weekend, right? This coming Saturday, Sunday. And then we've only got the AFC and the NFC championship, and we've got the Super Bowl. So we only have remaining seven total games, right? Seven total games remaining in the NFL. By the way, we got one remaining in college football. It's tonight, Alabama against Ohio State. Ordinarily, we would talk a lot about it. We haven't talked about it very much on this program because there's so much NFL action to break down. Joel Klatt, however, will be joining us next. He's Fox's lead college football analyst, and we will break down Alabama against Ohio State for all of you out there, including me, who will be staying up super late on Monday watching everything that has to go on with this game. And yes, that game is tonight. A lot of you are being surprised uh, by the fact that college football game, I mean, I know it's been hard to keep track of all the different days with all the chaos and all the insanity that's been going on. And so uh, that is where we are headed, all right? So uh, so let's dive into these uh, these these games and kind of pull out what I think are the most significant aspects of each of them. First of all, I told you in the first hour of the program, but I'll re-rank them now. I like to go and look at the teams in the playoffs and assess how they looked relative to what expectations were of how they would look, which is why I think it's pretty clear that of all the teams out there, the Browns had the best performance in the Wild Card weekend. They went on the road and dominated in a way I don't think anybody else could have anticipated against the Steelers. They hadn't won in Pittsburgh in forever. They hadn't won a playoff game in forever. And a lot of people, myself included, thought that making the playoffs, they would believe was the goal. And they might not play that well once they got into the playoffs. I was wrong. They were the best performing team in the entirety of the NFL. They got up 28-0. Baker Mayfield, all those commercials that have been running on television, they now look justified. He's rolling into his second playoff game now. And they're a big underdog, 10-point underdog, against the Kansas City Chiefs. But what do they have to lose? I'm intrigued to see what they can do, especially if they can keep uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt able to run the football. And remember, Kareem Hunt, they basically cut bait with him in Kansas City. Could he have a lot to prove going back to Kansas City? The Chiefs haven't been able to beat anybody very substantially in the past seven or eight weeks. Are they going to be able to flip a switch? It'll be an interesting question. So the Browns' best performing, second best performing Rams – because I didn't expect them to take care of Russell Wilson in that dynamic offense uh, at early in the season, at least, of the Seahawks. And I certainly didn't expect uh, Jared Goff to come in to cover for the injured quarterback who was playing in his, uh, in his, in his stead. And I think if you're Sean McVay, you have to be pretty happy. But I think also the biggest winner there is the Packers. Because now you get an unhealthy Jared Goff. You get a warm-weather team coming from L.A., 
all the way to cold, frigid tundra in Lambeau Field. So I think you got to be pretty happy if you're the Packers. So Browns, but most impressive. Rams, second most impressive. The Saints, third most impressive. Anybody else watch that game somewhat with your young kids and your family, maybe your grandkids, nieces, nephews, whoever it was? They had a Nickelodeon version of that program. And I think maybe later in the in the week, we'll open up the phone lines and we'll have some fun when we don't have a lot of games to be reacting to like we do today. And we'll be talking about, hey, if you could have any station out there, any existing cable station call an NFL game, which one would you pick? I think that could be a pretty fun discussion. Like National Geographic, Bravo, if they had like Andy Cohen. I mean, we could have, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Trust me. Just put a pin in it. So I've got the Saints, third most impressive. Bucks, fourth. How about Taylor Heineke with one of the great stories of the, uh, of the opening round of the wild card. And then we've got the Ravens. And then we've got the Bills. And I told you coming into this weekend, to me, the two guys with the most to prove were Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Both of them won. I was at that Ravens-Titans game, Lamar Jackson's 48-yard scramble at the end of the first half. I think that's the play that won the game for the Ravens. I really do. I think if he doesn't make that play on third and nine, if they get stopped there and they punt, Titans probably run out the clock, go in, up a touchdown. I think the Titans find a way to win that game. I think Lamar Jackson's 48-yard scramble won the game for them. Uh, And Josh Allen, they weren't great. I didn't think they played particularly well at all the Bills against the Colts, but they found a way to get the win. All right, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Joel Klatt breaking down the Alabama-Ohio State game. What do we expect to see? This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in Joel Klatt, uh, the awful Joel Klatt, at Joel Klatt on Twitter. Joel, how much it, – it's weird because usually we have a lot of time after the, uh, you know, the national uh, – the, the conference championship games before we get all the way to this, like five weeks, right? But because the season was pushed back, it was boom, we have the title games on the 19th. And then I felt like the, uh, the games got pretty quick, you know, January 1 – and now, hey, here's the end of the season, and we've got Alabama going up against Ohio State. It just kind of feels different. I think there's people out there listening to us right now that just because of the discombobulated year that we've had, basically in the world of sports and everywhere else, that and, and I think probably the NFL having the double wildcard days on Saturday, Sunday, even more games, I feel like this college football game is going to sneak up on a lot of people. Yeah, I, I agree. First of all, I've, I've never... I'd never understood why they thought Monday night was a great night. I agree. Like, with I, you. I understand. I like like they do it in March Madness and they do it for the Final Four and basketball national championship. But remember, you're not really coming off of much at that point. You know, like what's going on that weekend of the Final Four? Not much, right? And so you you get the the buildup of Sunday for the Monday night's national championship game. But I just don't feel like you get that in football, and I feel like in, in some cases they sit around and wait 
in order to get one up by the, the by the NFL. Like yeah. you cannot sit behind the NFL and think that you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. I, I really believe that they should go Friday night before the divisional rounds. I think people would go ballistic for, for uh, like a Friday night. I love that idea. I love that. Um, and, and I think that we've got plenty of time to do that. I mean, they're sitting around for 11 days. So, I mean, what's nine days? I don't understand why. So I've, I've never loved the Monday night, in particular after playoff football. I feel like it gets lost a little bit. And then all of a sudden on Sunday night and Monday, people are like, oh, yeah, that's tonight. And, and I don't think that that's good for the sport. All right, let's dive into this matchup in particular. First of all, as a quarterback who took a lot of big hits in your career at Colorado, Justin Fields, the hit that he took from Skalski, like, I mean, the helmet right into the ribs or the spleen or the kidney or whatever it is. Did it make you cringe watching it when you saw that hit? Oh, I mean, more than cringe. I was, I mean, it, it made me want to run and take some Advil, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe something stronger than Advil. You were already I, thinking I, about what he's going to feel like when he wakes up the next day. I mean, no, it hurt well, right first, then, but yeah. Sure. And first, I'm thinking to myself, he's done. To me, there were only two outcomes, and I don't want to speculate, so I'm not trying to suggest that this is what happened, but immediately I'm thinking to myself, he either broke multiple ribs or his spleen is ruptured. That's how bad it looked, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, he's done. And and when when he could barely throw, barely move after that, I thought that even for his own safety, they needed to take him out, and he battled through it. They obviously patted him up. Um, gave him some of that magic, and he got back out there. Um, I, I don't know how healthy he's going to be. I don't know if he's going to be 100%. I can tell you that from a quarterback standpoint, the, your core is so important to everything that you do, and that's where you develop all your velocity. That's, that's where, you know, and in particular, a guy like him that's athletic that needs to uh, have his feet and, and be able to utilize his feet as a weapon, I like, I just... I'm very skeptical that he's going to be 100% tonight. I, I feel like very skeptical on that. So if he's not 100%, can they in any way beat Alabama by relying on their running game, which has emerged resurgent in the last couple of weeks, last couple of games, well, I should say? They handled Clemson, and he yeah. was more one-dimensional. It's not like he was a threat running the football after that, and they – I mean, they killed Clemson. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like that, that was not that close of a football game. And I think that gave everybody, including me. I mean, I cover Ohio State, and I was like, wow, that's easily the, the best game that they've played. So that run game is really good. And their offensive line and Trey Sermon and even uh, a guy like, you know, Master Teague or some of their, their backups. And I, I don't know if Master Teague will be available, but I – to me, it, I just think that they're such a better rushing team than people believe. Like, if I were to tell you they are uh, the number one power five rushing team in the country, would that surprise you? Yes. Well, they are, right? And, yeah. And I think it does surprise a lot of people. And and so let's not be all that shocked if they are able to run the football fairly effectively on Alabama, uh, Alabama because – it's not like Alabama's defense are, is, you know, five years ago from Nick Saban or six years ago. I think that Ohio State will be able to move the ball regardless of if fields can run around. And I think that they're going to be able to score some points. How many do they need to score to beat Alabama? I think they need to score 45 or more. Uh, that's how good I think Alabama's offense is. And, and that's how concerned I am 
for the secondary for Ohio State. Did you know that Ohio State's pass defense is the worst pass defense to play in a national uh, uh, championship game in the playoff era? I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, that's because Oklahoma has been in a few years. <laughs> so I would think well, that yeah, there's but been not some in the championship game. Well, that's you a good know, point. So yeah, they, yeah. they had been in the playoff, but to make it the actual championship game, 281 yards a game they're giving up. It would be the worst year in, in the history of Ohio State as far as pass defense goes. And they're about to face what I would deem as one of the best passing attacks, you know, ever. Maybe, you know, second or third in history behind, you know, the LSU group from a year ago, maybe one of those Oklahoma groups, uh, you know, especially under Baker Mayfield. But they're going to be under siege. And I just don't, I don't see a way for Ohio State to hold Alabama under 42, 45 points. You've got Devontae Smith who I think you said deserved to win the Heisman Trophy. Do you think yeah. Jalen Waddell is going to come back? And how unbelievable of a return would that be? And here's why I ask you that question. Uh, for people out there who don't know, Jalen Waddell was hurt in the fifth game of the season. Through four weeks, he had more receiving yards and the same number of touchdowns as Devontae Smith. He and Devontae Smith are both studs. So I know some people out there are not huge college football fans. They may not have watched him. But I just keep sitting back, Joel, and I'm saying, man, Nick Saban, if he were actually going to have Jalen Waddle, wouldn't you want to keep that quiet and then suddenly have Jalen Waddle come out at your, you know, in your warmups and in your practice and be on the field as opposed if you were actually going to use him in a substantial way as opposed to letting basically the news get out there that he's at practice, that he's cleared, that he may be able to go. This feels like Nick Saban to me trying to get everybody on the Ohio State coaching staff, Ryan Day and company, to prepare for something that he may not use very much. It just doesn't feel like Nick Saban to be like, oh, by the way, hey guys, we've got this great weapon that nobody's really seen in several weeks and he's going to come back. You know, it's like this is everything that Nick Saban would ordinarily not give you. It feels like disinformation. <laughs> well, and, and whether he's on the field or not, you've got to question at least the, the, his, his percentage. I mean, he yeah. fractured his ankle for yes. for God's sake, right? In, all, you know, in October, so, yes, and and so I I just I don't see how he's himself now. To be fair, and to your point when you started the question, if he doesn't get hurt, I think that Waddle might be a a better prospect in the NFL draft, which is shocking because Devontae Smith is outstanding. Yes, um, and I don't think Devontae Smith wins the Heisman, by the way, Joel, because I think the numbers would have gotten split more with Jalen Waddell and either Mac Jones uh, or uh, who knows, Trevor Lawrence might have ended up being able to back away his way. In other words, it wouldn't have all coalesced around Devontae Smith because his numbers wouldn't have been as impressive if Jalen Waddell stays healthy. I mean, I don't normally do this, but that is a, an, a, a very astute and accurate point. Clay. There you go. Um, I've blown you away when that happens. Well, I don't think it blew me away. I'm just admitting when it was, it was accurate. Um, There's no question. Devontae doesn't, doesn't win the Heisman. So, but, but to your point about Saban and and whether he, I I just, I just don't see how he's himself Waddle. I I just don't. And and because of that, I think that you're probably going to get the game plan that you would have normally gotten uh, in this game, which is, some sort of Sean Wade following Devontae Smith around. 
Now, Sean Wade is the best corner that Ohio State has. Uh, I think that he's probably a top 30, top 35 NFL draft prospect for next, uh, this spring's draft. Having said that, there was only one Power 5 player in the country that gave up more touchdowns in coverage than Sean Wade. He gave up six. And so I, that's not a good matchup. matchup. Jahan Dotson from Penn State got all over him. Ty Freifogel from Indiana got all over him. Like, you know, like I said, Ohio State's in some trouble, whether Waddle's on the field or not, when it comes to trying to defend that passing game. Alabama wins their 13-0, and they will have beaten 13 FBS opponents, 11 in the SEC, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. They are, I believe, I'm curious what you think, not only an undisputable, you know, undisputed national champion, but one of the most impressive national champions of all time when you consider COVID, its impact, all the challenges, and the fact that they would have notched the most wins in the SEC by two, right? Nobody's ever won more than nine in the conference before, and then beaten two really good teams in Notre Dame and Ohio State to get to 13-0. and Do you buy into toss away the asterisk or any other thing like this is a legitimate unquestionable champion if it's Alabama no doubt there's 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 no doubt about that um I was having this discussion with with uh, my guy Steve Owens he helps me with um all, all of my research during the year and uh during our games and we were talking about this and he was like would they be considered you know the best team ever and I was like you know they would if LSU hadn't been so damn good last year, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, no, it's interesting. And, and I think that, I think that LSU's performance a year ago, and in particular, their quarterback's performance, I think throws a little bit of shade on this version of Alabama. Cause I don't think any of us believe that Mac Jones is better than Joe Burrow. Um, and, and having said that, I, I, I don't want to take anything away from Alabama because like I said, if, I agree with you. If they win, they're going to go. I, this team probably won't get the recognition it deserves, but I think it would be a top five, six, seven year of all time in college football because of what you just went through and because of just their their explosiveness. This is such a, a interesting era where you don't have to have a great defense to be a great team. It used to be you had to be great everywhere and really balanced, but now you look at, at their ability to be balanced on offense. You look at that. There's never been a team sweep the awards like they swept the awards. Did you know that? They, no team has ever in history won the the Heisman, the Bolitnikov, the Doak Walker, the um, um, Johnny Unitas, the Outland, the Johnny yeah. Unitas. Like yeah. no one's ever done that. Yeah, and 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 this team is is certainly you know one of the best offenses that I've ever seen. All right. So flip side, Ohio State wins. Goes eight and zero. What do people say? What do we all say about this Ohio State team? Yes, they're the champion because they would have won the playoff. But when you look to the extent that you pay attention to how many games teams won, an eight team winning, eight game winning national champion probably has I don't know what maybe in the nineteen fifteens or the nineteen twenties it might have happened. What do people say about Ohio State? Think about it this way. Let me just give you. Devil's advocate, no team in this era where Clemson and Ohio State have dominated have ever beat those two in the same season. Clemson and Alabama, you mean, beating them both of them in the same season. Yeah. That's right. Um, So, no, there's no question that they're they're, they're pretty special from that standpoint. So, let me just just say it's not their fault. 
yeah. right? Like I, I, I understand people are, are pushing on this, like, oh, they're fresh. Oh, they're this or they're that. Listen, football is a rep's business. I think it's actually harder to do what they're trying to do than have the rhythm and know what you are. I still think to some extent they were trying to find themselves even all the way into that game with Clemson. You know, the last time that they played back-to-back games was their second and third game of the year. Like yeah, they, it's pretty crazy. They have yeah. never gone back-to-back. So to, to some extent, they've never found their rhythm. They've never found all those reps for their execution, the detail-oriented uh, nature that you've got to be uh, to, to excel in particular on offensive football. And you're starting to see that now after the Clemson game. So I don't think they're going to go down in history, right? Like an Alabama would, but they would have beaten Clemson and Alabama in the same season in this era where no one's ever done that. And Clay, I think that it's also interesting that they would, I think pretty clearly in particular with where they're recruiting, put themselves on that pedestal. College football for six years has been Alabama and Clemson. That's it, right? Yep. And, yep. and now I think that they would be a clear third team in that conversation. When you look at, uh, at this matchup, what do you expect to see happen? All right. So, uh, well, let me, before I get to that, we have, you and I talked a lot. I mean, it is going to feel great when Toe meets the leather tonight and, uh, and, and we're able to enjoy the full fruition of the college football season being complete, right? I mean, they managed to do it when a lot of people said they could not. We talked earlier in this program about how remarkable it is that the NFL did, you know, 16 games in 17 weeks and then also rolled out and got six wild card games in on Saturday and Sunday. And I feel like you always have to knock on wood given the fact of what this season has been like for every sport. But for college football, from the conversations you were hearing in July and June and August, to now find itself about to have a championship game, and then they will have managed no serious, uh, no serious COVID-related issues for players, coaches, uh, or that I've heard any of the fans that went to the games, uh, they have managed to get it done. I mean, it, it's pretty remarkable. Well, I would say that both commissioners are going to be sitting there and, and, and so proud of what they've achieved. But, but in reality, you know, I think that we know that Greg Sankey is the one that's going to come out of this looking the best uh, moving forward. And, and I think to maybe to a, a bit of a lesser extent, uh, Bob Bowlesby of the big 12, you know, Kevin Warren, first of all, I, I do not envy his job being a first year commissioner this year. That's awful. Having said that, if it, you know, if it was just up to him, we wouldn't be here. I, that's just the truth of the matter. The fact that this game is happening, and, and, and I think in its totality, with all the conferences, with everybody you know, available to it, really comes down to a couple of guys, and this, and this is what's so wild. Obviously, I mentioned Greg Sankey. And then there's a couple of other ones, too. Bob Bowlesby, Justin Fields, and Trevor Lawrence. When yes. Justin Fields runs out there, I don't care if you're an Alabama fan. I don't care if you're a Clemson fan, an Ohio State fan, a Michigan fan. There's a part of all of us as college football fans that need to just kind of tip our cap because he is a major reason we are even having this game tonight. And, and I think that... You know, from that standpoint, I'm, I'm really thankful for those people that, that pushed really hard. There was a Gallup poll done, actually. Um, and, and this Gallup 
poll and study. It was really more of a mental health study. And it's not going to surprise you. Listen, no, mental health in, in our country deteriorated in 2020 um, as, as opposed to 2019. You're like, okay, great, Joel, like shocker. They, they measured 20 different sets of, of criteria or sets of people. There was only actually one of the 20 set of people that they said like their mental health didn't deteriorate or actually it, it got better. And that was actually people that went to any sort of religious gathering weekly, which is wild, right? So uh, that's for another conversation. But in a year in which our mental health has deteriorated so badly, I think of those consequences of not playing football for the players. I think of the consequences for not only these college football players that were trying to play this season, but for ones that were trying to play next season. I think of all the athletes throughout the the country who would have had scholarships reduced in other sports that are non-revenue, both male and female. I think of the mental health deterioration of all of those athletes across the board. And, and I'm going to sit there and watch tonight, and I'm going to be thankful that we had a season. I'm going to be thankful that we got to this point, not only because we got to this point without any serious cases of, of problems, but also because we maintained some of those, we maintained some of those opportunities. Not all of them, but some of them. The vast majority of them. And so we are going to be able to put kids in college and have them compete in the sport that they love. And I think that that's better for everybody. All right. Last question for you. And we're talking with Joel Klatt. You can go follow him on Twitter at Joel Klatt. What do you think happens tonight? What What is your prediction for what the game looks like, for what the score might look like, and for what our lead discussion might be when we come in on Tuesday morning to break down everything that we saw? I think you're going to have an incredibly high-scoring game. I think it's going to be explosive. Um, and, and I think that um, Alabama is going to outlast them because I think that, that Ohio State's defense is just not going to be able to, to hold up from a secondary perspective. I'm, I'm expecting 45-42. I'm telling just the ball flying all over the place. I think Alabama wins the game by three, and I think that the biggest conversation that we're having afterwards is, is Mac Jones the third-best quarterback in the draft? Is he going in the top 15? Is he going in the top 10? I think that's what we're going to be talking about. All right, so you just made me ask another question there because of the, the quarterback situation. A lot of talk, Trevor Lawrence, number one overall. Do you think that Urban Meyer ends up in Jacksonville? And if he does, is there any doubt, regardless of who the coach is, that Trevor Lawrence goes number one overall? Is there, Would it be stunning beyond belief to you if somebody else went number one overall? I would be pretty surprised if anyone else went, went number one. I think that that's, that's pretty solidified. Now, having said that, I, I was – questioning Justin Fields a little bit before the Clemson game or whether he would be the second quarterback or someone else would sneak up and get it, whether it was Zach Wilson or Trey Lance or whomever, right? And and I think with that performance against Clemson, he absolutely solidified himself to the Jets. So I, I think that it's Lawrence one, and I think uh, Fields is going number two. And so for the, the people out there who are not huge college football fans, a little bit like the Super Bowl on a smaller level, a lot of people will watch this game and they'll watch, you know, for thinking maybe they're NFL fans, like thinking about their team potentially taking a quarterback a little bit down later. Uh, you think both of these guys that are signal callers here, Mac Jones for Alabama, Justin Fields for Ohio State, both really high draft picks. Because I think the Mac Jones part might surprise some people and maybe even encourage them to watch because they're thinking about whether their team might be going first round quarterback. 
to this point, Mac Jones has played himself into the first round. And, and I think with a stellar performance on this stage, I think he can play himself into the top half of the first round. He's, he's been that good. Um, if, if you are watching for a couple of things, watch, watch one thing in particular with Mac Jones, his anticipatory throws. The fact that he gets the ball out of his hand before the wide receivers are out of their break constantly, and he's still very accurate with the football. And then the next thing that he does, he throws with unbelievable touch, not necessarily all the way down the field with just a huge arm, but the touch in terms of the intermediate zones. I call it a layered pass. Okay, when he layers the ball over the linebackers in front of the safety or over the defense and in front of the back of the end zone, he does that as well as anybody that I've seen in a long time. Those two things are things that really stand out to NFL uh, decision makers. Outstanding stuff as always, Joel. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with you during the football season. Look forward to uh, talking to you again sometime soon and hope everybody out there enjoys the game. You got it. See you, bud. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be if you're just waking up with us, uh, we have been running through, like I said, everything in the NFL. Six NFL games were played, six teams won. The teams that looked the best in order, I told you I would tell you. Browns looked the best, Rams looked the second best, Saints looked the third best, Bucks the fourth best, Ravens the fifth best, and the Bills looked the sixth best, in my opinion, having watched everything that went on. Uh, also, we had a uh, we got a big game going on between Alabama and Ohio State. I'm going to give you some gambling picks there in a moment, but if you are intrigued with the divisional round matchups, Saturday and Sunday, the Packers are a seven-point favorite against the Rams. The Saints are a three-point favorite against the Bucks. The Chiefs are a double-digit 10-point favorite against the Browns. And the Bills are a three-point favorite against the Ravens. FanDuel.com slash Clay if you want to bet there. We definitely are going to bet, and we want to bet on tonight's game. By the way, we finally took one on the chin in our NFL gambling picks, Dub. One, four, and one. I think we only had like one or two losing weeks, but we took it on the chin there in that one. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, but the fact remains, still 20 games above 500 for the season on the Outkick six-pack. So we've bounced back after some down weeks. I think we're going to do it again this week. We'll give you those picks on Friday as we roll into the weekend after we've had time to, uh, to break them all down. Alabama is out to an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. You just heard Joel Klatt breaking it down. Joel Klatt predicted a 45-42 Alabama win. What do you expect to see in this game, Dub? The over-under is at 75, and Alabama's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. What direction would you go? Well, I've got Alabama in a teaser, I, but just straight-up betting – this is a tough one. I guess I'd have to go with the over here because I agree with Joel. I think it's going to be high-flying, shootouts, fireworks, you name it. 
the neither defense is really that great, and both offenses are pretty much unstoppable. So I'd be pretty much shocked if both these teams aren't in the 30s at least by the end of the night. The thing that makes me nervous about going on the over tonight uh, and expecting there to be a ton of points is just as we were discussing with Joel, what is Justin Fields' health actually going to be? Right? Because the expectation is that if Ohio State's going to score a lot of games, I know they can run the ball. And I just I don't think you're going to beat Alabama just running the ball. Justin Fields not going to play as well. I would be stunned if he does. I mean, wow. I don't think he's going to throw six touchdown passes against uh, Alabama like he did against Clemson. And I think certainly for all the Alabama players that have been getting ready, they have seen the best game that Ohio State can put onto tape. And so I would anticipate that God, I, I'm going to – Man, this is tough. So I think you have to go Alabama. But eight and a half feels steep. So I think you go Ohio State plus the eight and a half in this game. Um, But I think ultimately I'm going to go on the over too. I think I'm on the over and I'm on Ohio State plus eight and a half. I've been thinking about this game a lot. And I wasn't even sure how I was going to bet it until we actually got to this segment on the show. And I've been looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. Eight and a half just feels steep to me. There might be a little correlated parlay here, perhaps, if you like Ohio State. Because if Ohio State covers, you got to feel like Fields plays pretty well. And if he plays yeah. pretty well, there's going to be a lot of points. So maybe if you're yeah. feeling good, maybe it's an over parlayed with the Ohio State plus the points. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Uh, so we'll be talking about this game, by the way, on Fox Bet Live later uh, this afternoon. Uh, I appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. We have obviously had a lot of fun. Download the podcast. My name, Clay Travis. You can search out OutKick. Enjoy the game tonight. I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend and enjoyed the three games on Saturday and the three games on Sunday. Even though my team lost, it was fantastic to take my 10-year-old to that Ravens-Titans game First ever NFL playoff game. Great dad and son moment. I hope you had some great times with your family this weekend as well. This is OutKick. Same bat time tomorrow. Same bat channel on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.